you're listening to The Ramble Room. Melissa, this week we watched a movie called Genius. <laughs> Are you a genius? No. <laughs> Why aren't you? What just happened? Like literally 20 minutes ago. <laughs> right before we were getting ready to record, I, <laughs> I brought my water up here and... <laughs> I was also stupidly carrying my laptop at the and same time. And singing some dumb song, distracting yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. But I was bringing up the laptop and the water slipped from my hand. But the lid also came off of the cup. And it started <laughs> spilling everywhere. Mind you, she put it on the, the, the table, the where, desk. Where our podcast equipment is. All of the cables, all of the shit that we need she put that's where she spilled it she spilled it on the podcast recorder thing i spilled lucky it I didn't all over electrocute the ariana i was, was like i could have died if it had gone just a little bit closer to the outlet she's I just sitting right next to a pile of cords Hi. so then i was laughing and running up and down she like she like screamed the, you screamed first <laughs> yeah i screamed because i thought i was gonna kill you and the water wouldn't stop spilling yikes so oh yeah so i'm not a genius that was a real stupid moment so real we're not even stupid, a stupid clumsy moment of we, mine usually we open with a story or something that's the story for today jeez we don't even need an extra thing i mean i guess it's kind of good it happened because i didn't really have a story to that related to this movie anyway. You're telling me you've never tried to split graviton? Yeah, I've never tried to defy gravity like Elphaba. All right, well, <laughs> were you expecting a laugh there? No. I got just what I expected. Silence. Cool, cool, cool. All right. This was released August 21st, 1999. Charlie is a childhood prodigy who's been offered lots of scholarships, but chosen a little-known one to work with a scientist he admires. The work is fascinating, but his social life stinks. Trying to get something like a normal life, he also enrolls in a local school and pretends to be an average student. He's cool for the first time, but attending school and college at the same time is tricky, and soon someone is bound to find out. <laughs> yeah, relatable, right? Everyone's so got that problem. relatable. I have that problem every day. Also, this movie was impossible to find on IMDb. Was it? I try. I typed in genius. It brought up the. It brought up real genius. It oh, brought up another fantastic film. genius movie. It brought up like five genius movies, but not this one. I genuinely think genius just stole the basic principles of real genius. Oh, and yeah. was like, we're gonna go with this, but make it more Disney Channel friendly. Yeah, so kids can watch it. But yeah, well, and it's not as creepy. Real real genius involves actual college students falling in love with a 15-year-old boy. And it's like, that's super inappropriate. Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But damn it, do I love that ending with the popcorn explosion and everybody wants to rule the world playing Val Kilmer and his bunny slippers. Don't even get me started. We should watch that sometime, Mary. I will say real genius. I was like... Okay, and then the popcorn thing happened with that song, and I went, that's why Melissa likes this movie. Absolutely. You because, can see why I like because it. Because she loves popcorn, and she loves that, that song. I do. I love all <laughs> the songs in that movie. It's a good. It's got a good soundtrack. But anyway. Um, let's, let's get into the film, Ariana. All right. This movie has maybe the weirdest audio yeah. that we've that we've seen yet. And that's saying something that's because we've seen some weird things. Weird voiceovers, but it's like the whole movie was voiced over. 
Yeah, it's just one big voiceover. And I would like to also add something about the background music is very limited. What yeah. they do have most of the time sounds like 76 <laughs> trombones from the Music Man, which once again, remember how I have a deep love for musicals? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw in little <laughs> musical references here and there, you there know? There she goes, that deep love for musicals. So buckle up, kids. <laughs> I hated that. So I will say the first thing that I noticed was the name of an actor. That I am in love with. Oh my word. I've never seen this movie. We didn't look up the plot or anything. We didn't watch the trailer. Nothing like that. But I don't even remember what the first like scene was. I'm pretty sure he's at the ice rink with his dad. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't pay attention. I saw one name in the credits list and got so excited. And it's Yannick Bisson. Bison? I don't know how you say it. But I'm in love with this man. I know you're you're thinking to yourself, of course you are, Anna. There's always one guy in every movie. But I watch, my mom, our mom, watched is a show called Murdoch Mysteries, and this man is in it. He's the main character. And I fell in love with him, like, years ago. And the fact that he's in this movie just a little bit younger and looking fine as crap. Oh, yeah, she couldn't <sighs> stop talking about him every time I he couldn't. came on the screen. Well, and then he, he had, like, the best outfits Ever. I was thriving. Yeah, he did have some good style. Ugh, and his teeth. I just, everything about I, him. I agreed with you. I said, yeah, he is cute. Ugh. I'm just not as insane as you are. I don't care. I love him with a passion. And um, so that's at, what made the movie it for me. You know. So as you were saying, Charlie is the main character. He's a 13-year-old kid. But he's a genius. Like, uh, off the charts IQ. And mm-hmm. he's, but he also loves skating like doing hockey, skating around the rink. Yeah. And his dad is there. I said, Charlie is a big nerd and his dad is a big idiot, which is kind of like a typical Disney Channel parent thing anyway. Where the parent is kind of dumb. Yeah, the parents are always stupid. Yeah. I never, un- I mean, I never <laughs> understood that, but then you look at our parents and you and go, I guess that makes sense. Also, all of these first Disney Channel movies, almost every main character is 13. Whereas yeah. I think they've gotten older they have. They're more like 15, 16 now for Disney Channel kids. Yeah. Even 17. TV shows and if movies. They, if they were 16, 17 in uh, the first movie, then the second movie, they're 18, 19. Right. Yeah. Um, Thinking about college. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's almost like they had an age shift at some point. Yeah. They probably had so many 13-year-old divas that they had to work with that Disney Channel was like, we can't do this anymore. We're done with this. <laughs> so yeah, so Charlie Boyle is the main character. Yeah, Charlie Boyle. Um, and he basically gets accepted into college, what, six years early? Is that how many years? Um, Five years. But Yeah, sorry. Five years early. So technically, he's, a, he's an eighth grader, and he's gotten accepted into Harvard, Yale, Princeton, <laughs> Princeton, Stanford. And what was the school? North State? No, the school that he ends up going to. Is Oklahoma? No, it's Wisconsin. He goes Boy. to Northern Wisconsin University. Which you're probably thinking, okay, you have all those other options. And he's going well, with Northern Wisconsin University. And and the reason he chooses that one is because there's a scientist. But we right. have to talk about the budget that they used because the budget yep. they used was solely on effects. Because at the very beginning, you can tell that it's going to go downhill real fast because the dad has some machines the kids made. And yep. he's like, I got a Zamboni the ice with my bad back. 
And his son's like, no, you don't, dad. He makes some dumb joke, too. But he's like an inventor, too, this genius Mm -hmm. kid. Yeah, so he puts this little block on the ice, and the whole ice just melts and Zambonis automatically because of vibration or something. And the effect is really dumb. But then we get to the college letter exception scene, and there's the worst, I swear to you, I would love to know how much money they spent on this two, three-second shot. That is obviously the worst shot and that's saying something. The, it's the trash can effect is trash because yeah. the dad goes to throw away Harvard. Harvard's acceptance letter <laughs> into the trash can. And, and there's like a shot of him about to throw it in the trash. So you're seeing through the eyes of the bottom of the trash can. Yeah, you're looking up through this weird hole. And, and the, the dad's, dad's like, there. if you're certain, then I'm certain. And he throws the letter in. But what happens? The paper does this weird swooshing motion. It, like, swoops around in the most unnatural way that a paper would. And then it, like, it does this, like, cartoon splat on the camera of Harvard. It's, (laughs) I don't know what the point of the shot was. They use it twice. And they used the shot twice because they're like, <laughs> we're getting our money's worth with this shot, guys. Yeah, they're like, we paid half of our budget to do this and then later with the skeleton. Yeah, there's a dancing skeleton, which I think probably could have been done a little bit better. Better with practical effects than spending money on a CGI skeleton dancing. And then it they could have put more money to the audio and this movie might have been slightly better. But again, not. It's not no, really. It's no smart house. Yeah, let's not get carried away. Smart House so far is the best one. So now Charlie, like you said, he wants to go to this specific college because there's a scientist there. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Oh, it's Dr. Crickstein? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. I guess it's Crickstein. We'll call him that. You watched the whole movie. I know. It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it down once and forgot. He wants to work with Dr. Crickstein. I'm going to call him Willy Wonka because I think... Whenever he says, Charlie, come here and look at this, I think oh, of Charlie and Willy Wonka. Yeah. And Charlie especially because he's kind of mad. He's like a mad mm-hmm. scientist, and Willy Wonka was always experimenting with different stuff. But the whole reason he wants to go to this guy is because he's doing a study on gravitons. And you hear that word about 1,500 times. Yeah. He's always talking about gravitons. And what if we split the graviton? Yeah. It's about graviton. What is he, what do they call it? Apparatus or something? Basically, I'm not even. Red jumpsuit apparatus? I'm going to be honest. I don't know if there is any true science even behind this experiment they were doing, but it has to do with gravity. There is real science because did you see how many floppy disks he had on his desk? (laughs) That means nothing. No, it was, it was basically, they were like, well, what if we can split the graviton molecule and defy gravity by learning its pull ratio type of thing. It was really dumb. They're trying really to stupid. defy gravity is the bottom line here. Yes. That's what ends up being their big science experiment together. But again, it's almost like a Doc Brown and Marty McFly mm-hmm. like friendship here, but weirder. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Because the kid is 13. <laughs> and yeah. not like a senior in high school. Yeah. Um, so he goes oh. there... What? But part of the the his scholarship, because all of the the schools that he applied to gave him full rides, but part of his scholarship at this agreement. Northern Wisconsin agreement was that he would teach some classes, exactly. some physics classics, which is so dumb. 
Who, what college students are going to respect and listen to a 13-year-old teacher? I don't even think that's a thing, right? No, none of them would. None of them I really don't think so. Did. I mean, yeah. I just don't think that's a real thing. And, and naturally, his of course Yannick who is like the Would you call him the villain? No. What would you call him? His name is Mike in the movie. He's just the redeem he has a redemption arc. So he's like He's just like a side character who starts off as a jerk and ends up being nice. Are there any villains in this? Yeah, the main characters are the villains, if I'm being honest. That's true. That's a valid point. We'll get into that. So, yeah, he has to teach these classes, which I also think is a big issue with younger kids who are geniuses who can go to college and do, but the social experience is just... I. I can't imagine it's great because you have a bunch of 21, 22-year-olds who don't want to hang out with a Mm 13-year-old, right? They're not going to want to have their parties with 13-year-olds. Yeah, the kids aren't going to be invited to anything. Right, that sucks. So it's it's almost like... uh, It's inappropriate to invite a kid to a party where you're drinking booze, so... Yeah, but it's also Which they were. Yeah. It's just a weird situation, so I can't imagine his social experience was going to be great anyway, and it isn't. I also wanted to mention that... When Charlie gets to school, he goes into his dorm room. This is the biggest fucking dorm room I've ever seen in my life. It's insane. You know what, people? If you go to a nice Ivy League school, let me know if your dorm rooms are ginormous like that. I don't think any college has that big of a dorm room. It was bigger than any apartment I've ever been in. Yeah, the college apartments that I stayed in. The entire circumference of that was not nearly as big as this room. It was like the entire bottom floor of our house (laughs) just was the dorm. Yeah. I was like, what? This is so not real. And of course we find out that, oh, who is his, who's his um, roommate? roommate, And it's Mike, AKA Yannick. Right. And we, we kind of talked about how he's kind of a jerk. He's on the hockey team for the college, but um, you know, He's messing with this kid because he's like, what the hell is this 13-year-old doing here? Yeah. (laughs) And why do I have to listen to him during my physics class? During my physics class, I have to room with him. I have to put up with him with the ice skating thing. Like, there's, like, so much tension between the two of them. There's nothing that they can really get along about. Right. And the the science lab that Charlie works in with Willy Wonka, (laughs) it's right underneath the hockey rink. So a lot of the time when... The hockey team doesn't like this scientist because he mm-hmm. keeps experimenting with this thing, with the gravitons, and it keeps like messing with the electricity up above during the hockey rink, you know, when they're practicing. Yeah. So there's kind of a clash already with them. And the coach of the hockey team has also met Charlie. Um, that's important for later. Yes. And the dean is really creepy too. Yeah, the dean of this school is a weirdo. I real he might be the villain, honestly, because he was yeah. just really creepy. I will say that Yannick says something. He calls Charlie Pintstein, and I thought that was really funny. Of course you did. Ariana thinks everything Yannick says was funny, but it was no. just, it was once again cheesy Disney Channel writing. I, th- I thought the Pintstein thing was funny, and then I thought the thing about the nun was hilarious. Okay, yeah, the nun line was funny, which, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in depth, because I love that. So, you know, Charlie's getting used to this schedule. He's not doing well socially, and he comes onto this ice rink. Uh, or he just got done, you know. He got done skating. working out skating, and he hears Here, here's a song, and this song is a knockoff version of "Ray of Sunshine" by Madonna. Very much so. It's they. It sounds like they just took it and slightly distorted it so it sounded and not just played exactly the beginning like part. 
uh, so she's skating around like a damn figure skater going around and she's talking to herself too. I don't know what she's doing. She's like, she tries different things and she's like, yes, yes. Like I'm doing, I'm yeah. doing better and whatever. She's, it's self-encouraging. She's, yeah. She's super adorable and she's played by Emmy Rossum. Yes. Maybe like her first movie or one of her first movies. And her name is Claire. She comes across Charlie. Well, because Charlie's watching her figure skate. Right. He's watching her figure skate. And she's like, hey, who are you? And he decides that in order to up his social life, he's got to not be himself. All because Willy Wonka gave him advice earlier. And it was just the definition of insanity. He's like, You're, you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. So you got to do something different. Right. So, so he's like, I'm Chaz from... <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. He's like, I just transferred here. What school do you go to? He's like, what school? She says, yeah, what school? I go to Franklin. And then he's like, that's where I'm going. (laughs) So then, and watching them interact was mind-numbingly painful because both it was there was too many awkward silences. It was super awkward. (laughs) Then he proceeds to enroll himself into this junior high school. Mm -hmm. Um, so he can become friends with Claire because he really likes her. Yeah, he's just trying to get closer to Claire. And when he gets to school, he decides he's going to play up this bad boy image. Persona. He's going to be, like, super disrespectful to his teachers, Mm -hmm. pull pranks, uh, be late for class all the time, be the funny guy. And I've got to be honest, the way he was talking to people in class, I wouldn't be impressed. I wouldn't You're have like, laughed. This guy's at a it. dick. I would be like, okay, can you shut up yeah. and sit down? I'd like I just to get, get through get class through and just get through the day. Could you please stop stalling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never that never has been like an they were interesting never the cool thing kid. to me. The cool kid would wait till class was over and or you had a quiet day and then they would do something funny. But I'd never. Right. It w- yeah. Or they would do they would pull pranks during lunch if anything. I'm just it's like I wouldn't be impressed by you being disrespectful. That's just no. annoying. Then eventually he's Emmy Emmy. I'm going to call her Emmy or Claire. So just, just be like prepared. I'm going to call Mike Ionic or Mike. <laughs> and so Claire's not impressed. She although she, I think she kind of thinks he's funny, but then she says to him, "Yeah, I guess you better practice saying, do you want fries with that?" For your future occupation. Yeah, because his friends, he, he's made two friends, don't know their names. Yeah, I'm not There's sure. a white guy and a black guy. <laughs> yep, and, I'm not um, sure. we don't know their names, but they, they're like, what? you're barking up the wrong tree with her. She's an honor student. Like, she likes smart people. She is smart. And yep. he's like, hey, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got this, guys. And his friends like him because they like that he's making all these stupid pranks. And I, we also talked about how. They call him, they nickname him Chicago. Hey, Chicago. Which, in the last movie, Johnny Tsunami, they called him Hawaii. And it's like, is that really a thing? When, like, a new kid comes along, do you people them nickname them by are? where they came from? That just seems strange to me, and I've never heard it before, unless it's in a... Because, like, remember in Hocus Pocus, how the bullies call him Hollywood? Because he's yeah. from California? It's that same thing. It's yeah. like... I just don't, I don't, I've never seen that maybe, in real life. Maybe it grew out of fashion in the 90s because they did maybe. it too much on movies. But I'm, never, but, I mean, it's, it's a fine nickname. Like, it's not offensive in any way. No, it's just not like, if you're not offended by it. Then, Hey, yeah. Chicago. This is where we get the CGI skeleton because 
Chaz goes back to school. He's trying to juggle the, the balance of going to college and doing his experiments and teaching classes and also being a student at a junior high school. And um, he goes into class one day and he's like, watch this, guys. And he pulls out like a car, like a, what do you, how would you explain that? A remote controller. Thank you for like. He's like, attached it to motors that he's installed into this skeleton in the classroom. Yeah. And now when he moves the controllers, he's making the skeleton dance behind the teacher. And the kids think this is hilarious. But I'm just sitting there going, this looks dumb. Yeah, this this is the other CGI disaster where it's they could have done this practically and just had it not be as stupid. But they just had to do it. I don't know. They had to use that money. Eventually, he's like, how do I get closer to Claire? Because this st- still isn't working. So he goes along with the persona of, I've got to fail my classes so that she can be my tutor. And I was like, did Mean Girls steal this plot or what? They did. <laughs> I think they completely stole this plot. Because <laughs> it's it's like five different people watched this movie and said, ooh, I can take that piece. Because like we've got the Ice <laughs> Princess. We've got Mean Girls. We've got Real Genius. Like... They all watched this and went, yeah, maybe this movie is way more influential than we thought, Ariana. Although Real Genius was before this, so I guess. Yeah, let's not get carried away. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Also, during this process, when he's doing all this stuff, trying to get Claire, but he's also still struggling at college with teaching his physics classes, Mike is giving him a hard time, and he asks the students of the class somebody come up here and finish this whatever i don't know what he's doing just like plot the points on this graph and so mike raises his hand and comes up takes a piece of chalk he draws like this weird funny face of a guy and i was like in in a higher rated movie he would have drawn a dick oh it's basically the equivalent but when you just see like a stupid funny face you're like i don't understand why all these college kids are laughing at that yeah no So he's still struggling at college, but now he's kind of more succeeding. Mm -hmm. He finally convinces Claire to be his tutor. We have a whole montage of them doing different scenes where she's teaching him and he's messing around with her. Once again, doing things that she thinks are hilarious, but I'm sitting there going, I would have been like, what the hell are you doing, kid? Why do you keep playing with this magnifying glass for 40 minutes? Yeah, that whole scene was weird. (laughs) But she's adorable. All of her outfits, she's just an adorable little thing. Her and Mike have the best outfits. Yeah. One day she goes home and Charlie comes along with her for tutoring. Mm -hmm. But he finds out that her dad, Claire's dad, is the coach of the hockey team at the college that he's at. And Charlie is freaking out. He bolts out of there before the dad has a chance to look at his face because obviously the coach, as we said before, has seen Charlie and knows who he is. He's that genius. And Charlie can't have his cover blown. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Drudy, but again, just call me Drudy. And you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DFJ. Trudy, I've got a real cool product for you. You always do. I know. And I, I just like to address, I know the tension we've had the past couple of times. Listen, it's all good, right? We're still friends. We're still friends, right, Trudy? What's today's product? Okay. The next product, the next product. 
I'm just kidding, Trudy. Yes, we're friends. We're friends. Okay, good. Thank God. I don't have any other job other than this. Um. <laughs> well, I wouldn't fire you. I'm not the uh, boss. You do kind of run the show, so. I do. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that. Okay, the new product I've got, Drudy. Just listen to me. Listen to me, Drudy. Don't don't look away. Don't look around. Don't think about what I just said. You don't have any power. Now, the new product that we have today is called a button. What is that? It's a button, Drudy. What do you mean, what is that? I, you can ask. I ask for description. You give me description. Okay, we sell fine. product. All right, how, how do you expect the people that listen to us to know? Okay, fine. Uh, buttons, they come in different colors. They come in pink, orange, blue, green, gray, white, black, pink, orange, gr blue, green, gray, orange, black, you know. Black? Yeah, they come in all sorts of colors. They all come in different arrangements. blue? Yeah, they come in blue. They come in light blue. Do they, they come, come in, in pink? Yep, they come in pink. They come in light pink. They Do come they in come dark in pink, hot green? Pink. Yeah, they come in green, light green, dark green, hot green. What is hot green? Well, you know hot pink? Yes. It's like that, but green. Now, these buttons, you can, sew them, you can sew them onto your eyes, like in that what? movie Coraline. Um, I suggested I've tried it a couple of times. Very satisfying therapy for me. And... <laughs> What? Well, all right. When we go, when we, when we, wow. All right. These are selling for about $40 each. Is it for one button, a pair of buttons, three buttons? I said each, you idiot. That means Don't one. call me idiot. We're going to have to turn off these podcasts and have oh real fight gosh. with feasts and anger. I'm going to kill Trudy. And I'm going to kill Trudy. And if Drudy ends up dead on the news, just know that it was me. And you can call the police to arrest me. I will gladly go down for that. <laughs> Back to the podcast. Is that good? Is that good? It's amazing to me how like downhill we've let Drudy and Trudy go. Drudy and Trudy are just in a rut, okay? They'll come back up on top. Okay? I don't know, man. They will. They'll I'm survive. Hoping. Okay, so we are back. Charlie doesn't want his cover to be blown. He bolts out of Claire's house. Mm -hmm. Claire's like, what the hell was that about? And he's talking. He confides in the scientist, Willy Wonka. He confides in him about his troubles of trying to fit in and trying to keep up this bad boy image. But, you know, also not losing focus and keeping up with classes at college, which just isn't realistic. But the scientist, he makes this weird comment about how, about, like, girls and about how when he was, when he was Charlie's age, he made a, a robot. Something to the effect. Cheryl. Yeah, he made a robot, Cheryl, and he's like, and we got pretty close. And then we don't talk about that any further, but it's like, did he make a sex robot? A hundred percent. He admitted to making, like, a sex robot and then just... Tried to sweep over that topic real yeah. quick. It was weird. What happens is that Charlie's scientist teacher, okay, I'm sorry, Charlie's science teacher at junior high mm -hmm. wants these kids, because after the skeleton incident, he's impressed by Ch Chaz's ability to, you mm -hmm. know, program this skeleton. And Chaz that took like, a lot of science to figure out. Right. And he's like, I think you'd be interested in meeting this kid genius. Who's that not I've, ashamed. Yeah, that I've heard about that works at North Northern Wisconsin University, which he's talking about Charlie. 
And Chaz is like, what? No, I don't want to meet him. And he's like, well, I've already scheduled it so that and our we're leaving whole, now. Yeah, our whole class is going to go see the scientist and we're leaving now. He's Which, like, I don't need permission slips. <laughs> yeah. What teacher is able to just take all these kids on a field trip without any permission slips? What? Makes no sense. I don't think so. So he takes them. They're sitting in this auditorium and Willy Wonka's trying to help Charlie do this kind of Mrs. Doubtfire back and forth. Mm -hmm. He puts, like, purple makeup on his face and, like, a bandage over his leg and wheels, Charlie wheels out pretending to be, like, sick from an accident. And he's like, sorry, I can't speak with anyone. And then it just keeps going back and forth during this. Yeah, because then the teacher's like, well, I wanted my kids to meet him and talk to him. So is there anything, can we reschedule? And the Willy Wonka's like, I'm not doing this shit again. Yeah, he's like, I'm not covering for you so He's again. like, yeah, he'll come back out. No big deal. <laughs> so then... Eventually, he gets out of it by, like, rolling onto the ground and having, faking a giant accident, and... I mean, it wasn't a faking. He did actually have an accident at that point. Okay, well, Because Willy Wonka, true. like, blasted him into the light years. <laughs> so, he kind of dodges a bullet with that one. So, we go to the ice rink. Right. Um, which is, it's an outdoor ice rink type thing. And they're all playing hockey. And Chaz is actually invited in the group, which is great. That he sees a kid who's sitting on the bench with glasses, who's clearly a nerd, because if you have glasses, you're a nerd. Yeah, automatically you're a nerd. Um, And he's like, he's like, hang on, guys. And he goes and he sits on the bench and he goes, go play. I'm tired. And so the kid with the glasses stands up. And, and that's when I wrote Chaz Anthony, sweetheart. Yeah, this was a nice moment because earlier Charlie knows what it's like to be left on the bench during hockey mm -hmm. sports or just during anything. Yeah. And, and not he, having friends that would play Which with I him. think is a good lesson. It's like when you, if you're like, I think Caitlin, our older sister, was a camp counselor. And she knows what it was like to be the girl who didn't really want to play any of the camp games and mm -hmm. felt left out. And so Caitlin made sure to like locate those people and go and, you know, make sure they felt included and talk with yeah. them. But it's true. It takes you having to experience it really to see it in other people and make a difference that way. Yeah. So that was a nice little moment. But uh, this is where we start, where we get my favorite line of the entire movie. Because they're sitting there and they're like, are you going to come to the hockey game yeah. at Northern Wisconsin University? And he's like, um, no, I have to take care of my sister. But Emmy remembers that he doesn't have a sister. He's an only child. And he's yeah. like, he says, Sister Mary Catherine. She's a nun and an invalid. <laughs> that is my favorite line. I legitimately <laughs> lost it. I could not stop laughing about that for a His good His delivery was minutes. pretty good. And I like that they don't question this at all. They just uh, go, uh, okay. That makes sense. That's sick. Claire's a little skeptical, but the other two best friends are like, yeah, sure, whatever you say, Chaz. Well, we'll see yeah. you later. Claire's like, what? Okay. And then Claire, because he was nice to that nerd, she's, and, you know, she's already been sort of liking him more and more. Mm -hmm. She, like, she opens up to him about her mother. Her mother was a figure skater. Her dad was a hockey player. Naturally. <laughs> Couldn't be the other way around. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's like, okay. <laughs> I so badly wish the mom was like a hockey player and the dad was a figure skater. But yeah, we already met him as the coach. So Right. And her her mom, it sounds like passed away, right? She, she keeps using the was yeah. the past tense. So she says something like, my mother was the most beautiful person I've ever seen. And then Charlie says, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. And then they go to kiss. Yeah, they almost kiss. And then these little girls that are also playing near the ice rink throw, throw snowballs snowball. at him. <laughs> Which is great. And so it's broken up. 
the hockey game commences at Northern Wisconsin. Yep. And the dean of the school ends up, like, pushing Charlie to get to this hockey game. He's like, come on, let's watch it. And, um... Because, so Charlie was like, I'm not going to go because I know that the kids from my junior high school are going to be there and the kids from my college are going to be there. Half of them think I'm a dumb, cool kid. Half of them think I'm a smart weirdo. Yeah. So I'm going to stay in the basement with the, um, what was that, molecular splitter thing? It says particle accelerator. Okay, whatever. I was close. (laughs) Not even. Um, He's like, I'm going to get some use out of it since I have to be down here anyway because I have to hide from everybody. And Yannick, Mike's character, comes and gives him a jersey because, because Mike's character moves back into... The, so he, Mike, Mike had moved out of the dorm when he found out that he was sharing it sharing with a 13-year-old. And then he realized, he's like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> he's like, I'm not... I, I need help. I need a tutor. So can you help me? And Charlie's like, sure, I'll, you know, help you learn. So if you, you can lay play. off. Yeah, so you can play in the big game. But anyway... Basically, he becomes friends with Charlie because Charlie's willing to help him succeed in school so he can do what he loves, which is playing hockey. Yeah, Mike has a nice turnaround moment. Nice redemption. Which made us go, Mike is the best character of this whole movie because he actually had a redemption story. He's the only one with an arc. The main character, not really an arc. No, everybody else stays the same. He's the Mm -hmm. only one that has the roundabout character. Um, But yeah, so he gives him a jersey... Which is very sweet, and it has his name Boyle on the back of it, yeah. and it's a very cute moment between the two of them. After this happens, he's like, all right, I guess I could go see if I can sneak in and, and watch it. So he goes and watches the hockey game, but then Claire, who's next to her father, spots him. She's trying to get her dad to see him because she's like, hey, that's the friend I've been talking about. I want you to meet him. And Charlie is like, shit, I got to get out of here. So he tries to escape, but then that's when the dean comes. And shuffles him back into the arena. Yeah. Drags him back in and is like, no, let's watch the team. Let's watch our team win. And Charlie's like, I'm in the middle of an experiment. I really shouldn't. And he's like, it's not important. Let's go. Which it ends up being important because he left this accelerator unattended. The scientist had left. And, and had told him, just make sure you don't break it. We only have one. Right. And this thing's been running for too long. It's starting to malfunction. And remember, they're right underneath the hockey rink. So... They do this whole thing, which I gotta say confused the hell out of me. These different it didn't confuse basically me. both hockey teams are doing two different forms of cheating. Not this time, but they kind of are because during this, no, not this time. No, because this time they they have the equipment manager who's technically part of the team. He's on there, but he's wearing the wrong jersey name. That's technically cheating, is it not? I don't know. I don't know the rules of hockey. I don't either, but it just doesn't seem... Because this was Charlie's idea. He's like, you can distract them by switching your jersey so that they think they're attacking you. Because they always... They have this this way of cheating where they knock down the ref. One guy knocks down the ref and two other guys go and they try and pin the other guy in between So the ref can't make a call. Yeah. Which they tried to do, failed because of the whole jersey situation. Yeah. But then, because this particle accelerator is going in the basement... We get another fantastic CGI moment. Oh, no, no. And no. Charlie Chaz goes, get off the ice. Get off the ice. Because he realizes, oh, shit, the accelerator's going to cause some damage. He's like, I left that on. Crap. The ice on the rink starts to crack. And there's, like, red smoke and fog coming up, which doesn't make any sense. No. It looks like it's the worst effect. If anything, it would just melt the ice and that'd be it. But no, exactly. it parts the, the, the ice like it's Pangea. 
So yet. dumb. And then the players are like, oh, oh, and they think they're going to die. The game gets postponed. And the hockey team is kind of riding on winning this. Otherwise, they're getting cut, mm-hmm. which is why the dean is so involved in this. Because he's like, if you guys don't win, I got to cut you. Yeah. I think we can use this, this space and money for other things. Right. Um. But yeah. So So basically, he's found out at this moment because... He's got to reveal himself to call the players out of there. The dad, the dad's says, like, "That's Charlie Boyle, the genius kid." And Emmy's like, what? "That's Chaz. That's Chaz Anthony." Yeah. So he's found out. He loses all of his friends because that's what happens when you lie—a big lie like the that. The hockey team is now mad because mm-hmm. the ice is all cracked because Charlie wasn't watching the accelerator. Although Claire's I, upset because I she's lied would to. like to say that is the dean's fault. Well, yeah, I guess Charlie said I was in the middle of an experiment. That is true. The dean did do that. So, so. Because Charlie doesn't really get any repercussions for that happening. Yeah. But Claire and his friends from junior high are upset with him because he lied to them. Yeah. So they won't talk to him. He's just kind of in his own little world. The scientist is still, you know, friends with him. So he's reading this comic book. Uh. Yeah, that and, whole thing was weird. And says that fictional characters can't get mad at you. Same. Right? Agreed. <laughs> it's like, that's why I read these. Fictional characters, they can't get mad at you. 100%. They can't hurt your feelings and you can't hurt theirs. You just get to live in their world, which I agree. That's why we love reading. Right, Harry? Uh-huh. Um, but during this time, he and the scientists just decide they're going to focus on this experiment some more. Okay, so they find out with this sound wave because he plays music, that they can affect the acceler- accelerator in a way where the scientist can control Charlie's movements with his hands and arms and whatever um, by attaching this ball that has this graviton gravity energy in it. It doesn't make any sense, honestly. I, I don't understand how that would work. Not me. I'm not a genius. <laughs> I don't really think they are either. It just sounds like magic to me. This causes Charlie to go, oh, I've got a plan that'll make all of them forgive me. Because I can help the hockey team cheat to win. Yeah, so to prevent the other team from cheating, they're going to cheat again. It's like fighting fire with fire. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't really, I don't get this at all. Why, I just don't, there's no morals in this movie. They're cheating to win. Yeah, I don't get it. It's usually like, oh, you cheated to win, and that's kind of the climax of the movie, and then you resolve it by whatever, but But not the other way around. Nobody gets in trouble for cheating. It's just So then Charlie tries to confront Claire and his friends at the ice rink. They just want him to go away. They don't want to talk to him. They're like, you're a liar. You lied to us. And Charlie... uh, Charlie wins them over by saying, hey, my name is Charlie, and I can't do this alone. It's like That is the one sentence he know. had to say. And then the friends and Claire are like, what? <laughs> I don't get how that, that registered with them ex- when all the apologies before didn't register. So I, I don't understand. They know his real name. Why do they need him to say it to them? It was another weird scene. Uh, but they forgive him and they decide they're going to help him help this hockey team cheat and win and save Claire's dad's job. So their plan is to put these graviton chips on the rival team's skates 
and then put the other half of the graviton because they split it on rollerblades that Charlie and Emmy are going to wear. Right. Because they're going to basically manipulate the rival team. Yeah. <laughs> by the same way that the Willy Wonka manipulated Charlie's hand movements and feet movements. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Nothing about this makes sense. They all get Britney mics to communicate. Um, they all get like headsets that are very obvious. If I walked up to this kid, like who's at the hockey rink, who's part of this mission, I would go, why do you have a headset, a Britney mic on your face? Yeah. So they have one kid in <laughs> at, at the game with a camera. And then we have Claire and Charlie who are in charge of actually doing the skating that was going to manipulate the hockey players on the other team. Right. They end up, you know, succeeding in kind of making the other hockey players trip and fall or twirl around. It's, the scene goes on for t- way too long. Way too long. The And they, so they rushed quite a bit of the ending, but that scene, they did not at all. <laughs> yeah. And it bothered me. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you could have done, you, this movie could have been way shorter, but okay. It really could have. Most of these early ones could be way shorter than they are. Yeah, they drag on a lot of scenes in these. And the scientist, Willy Wonka, was like, I don't want to be a part of this. But then he ends up coming back later on the roller skates and ends up helping them anyway. Well, he And on the roller skates, he's not a good roller skater. Right. And he you know, spins in circles. And then... And, which we see, we see the hockey player doing the same. And then he runs into a pole... And gets electrocuted. And then he dies. But he comes back to life. And that's the end of the movie. No, no. Then he comes back to life and he's floating because he's an angel. Right. And so are the the hockey players. Because they also died. They figured out how to defy gravity because the electricity hit the graviton. It's such a such a force and whatever the hell. So now there's hockey players above who are floating because they're attached to the graviton chips on their skates down below. So now... Claire, Charlie, Willy Wonka, and three hockey players up above are in the air. While they're floating in the air, <laughs> this was the funny part to me, is the, cl- the, the half gravitons are just on their skates, and yet somehow <laughs> yeah. Charlie and Claire are controlling their arms and hands and faces and limbs. Yeah, I don't see how that's possible unless you have a suit of graviton chips. Right. It's not. And so while Emmy... And Charlie, Charlie and Claire, are up in the air. They finally kiss. But that means that there's two hockey players up above that also just kissed. If that's the yeah the thing we're going with. They didn't show them. Like, they just what? show them floating. And the CGI on that, or the green screen they used, was fantastic. Can't even tell it's a green screen. Yeah, Ari. Sure. <laughs> it's great. So... Uh, the hockey team wins, even though I don't see how you could look at these hockey players floating in the air and go, this is a fair game. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird. I'd be concerned, and once again, they'd probably have to postpone the game again. But they didn't, and that's not the point. So then we go back to this skating rink, and the whole group is playing, all the kids. They're finally friends with no. Cha- Charlie. <laughs> but Willy Wonka's also playing yeah, with them. Yeah, Willy Wonka's playing with them. It's a little weird, because they're all 13. <laughs> And then the college hockey team shows up, and Yannick's there, and he's like, hey. And then Charlie's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys want, like, the rink to play hockey? He goes, yeah, we wanted to. And then he's like, oh, okay. So then they all start leaving, and Yannick's like, no, no, we want to play with you. And Charlie goes, us? 
me? <laughs> and the, the, also the camera pans in and zooms into his face when he says that. And it's like, okay. Me? me? And uh, they're like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess basically that's Charlie learning that he could still be cool and still be the genius nerd that he is. Yeah. So I don't know. And then they play hockey. Oh, and he goes on on one condition. You get Wally Wonka. And Willy Wonka plays with the grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Ari, what did you learn from this movie? Oh, it's a fantastic line from Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's very, it's so dumb. Don't worry about it. It's not about its looks. It's about what's underneath the hood. <laughs> and it makes sense for this movie, too. Because, like, Ch- Charlie, it's not about what you look like. I guess that's, I guess under that's the hood. Sh- you know what? That's true, Ariana. Mm-hmm. My moral of the story is that if you're ever in a rut, and if you ever have pissed off your friends so much, all you <coughs> have to do is remind them of what your name is and that you can't do things alone. And you will be immediately forgiven. It doesn't matter what you did. Melissa. You just have to confess your name. My name is Ariana, and I can't do this alone. Wow, I completely forgive you. Thank you. Uh, let's be best friends again, because that was an, an adequate apology, honestly. Thank you. I'm going to, every time that we get in a fight <laughs> now, though, I'm going to do that to yeah. you, and then you're just going to start laughing, and it'll be fine. Yeah, you should. Maybe that will. That will fix Maybe it'll all work. arguments. <laughs> My name's Ariana, and I can't do this alone. Because <laughs> you know I'm the one apologizing. Anyway... Thank you for listening to our podcast. It's been another great week. Again, we're on Instagram, all that jazz. Oh, we wa- we're watching um, Don't Look Under the Bed. Oh, and we did watch the trailer for that one. And we're really excited because it's a Halloween movie. And it looks so freaking dumb. Yeah, we're excited. So pumped. All right. Bye.